What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, Ben. Welcome to Car Stuff. Hey, Scott. Thanks for dropping by Car Stuff and hosting it with me again. <laughs> no problem. No I, problem. I always appreciate it. We talked earlier in um, an episode that I hope has already come out. It has. In Is 16 Too Young, yeah. we briefly touched on driver's education programs. Yes, we did. And we also, during one of our Nuts and Bolts episodes, were asked. Uh, we had a question that touched on driver's ed. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking today we could talk just a little bit about driver's education programs um, in – I guess the U.S. and we've got some in other countries as well. Okay. Uh, You've got stuff about other countries then because I've got uh, some local stuff really. Okay. Some of the uh, nuts and bolts of of driver education, just the program itself. Oh, clever. I see what you did there. Now, let's let's go ahead and first we always want to get our definition out of the way. A driver's education program in any country, state, municipality that has one is basically a program designed to teach people not to get in accidents and to be safe drivers. That's right. Sounds relatively simple, right? Relatively cut and dry. Yeah. Prerequisite for mm-hmm. a license. And for instance, in um, in some U.S. states, when you're required to take these classes, you're required to take them as a student before your driving age, mm-hmm. and they actually won't give you a permit or a license. Now, when when we talk about, we're not going to go too far down into a bunch of details on everything because these programs and the way they're implemented can differ greatly. Oh, yeah. They're, they're dramatically different from state to state. And, hmm. well, not so much in what they require, but um, the way that they're laid out, like it, what they what they allow you to do after the course. Uh, yes, because yeah. some, sometimes you can take this course and then that, you know, the, the experience that you gain through your driver's education course, it's documented with the state and they allow, you know, the, the right signatures to happen that, that say this person can be excused or waived from the driving portion of the test. 
Yes. Uh, now, they all have to take the written portion of the test, but some have, some have you do that, some don't have you do that. Others, you know, some, some last three days, others last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, it's just, it, there's this, some cost, you know, a certain amount of money, like let's say $30, others cost $180. Sure. Um, they're, they're just all over the place as far as what's allowed, where, and, and, mm-hmm. You know what? What each state recognizes as being, um, you know, officially, what they require for the the permit. Did that make any sense? Sounds that like did. I'm rambling about all that. No, no, no. That did. You're it, you're going over several pieces of yeah, information. Yeah, we've got all this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. laid out in front of us, so it gets a bit confusing. But we'll try mm-hmm. to plod through it with some of the, uh, I don't know, the the not averages, but more or less like you know, this is. Basically, what you can expect when you're going for a driver's ed. Course. Yeah, the general stuff you can mm-hmm. expect. We're gonna we're gonna cruise through that, and I think an excellent place to start uh, would be required driving time. Sure. You want to you want to start there? Yeah, sure. Um, do you, Do you happen to know the? Uh, I mean, it, it's based in hours usually. Right, like a pilot's license. That's a great way to think about. That's it. That's a very good way to think about. It. I hadn't thought of that. Um, yeah, it's it's usually thirty hours of of driver training. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes they'll have you do night driving as well. Now I didn't have to do that when I was young. Yeah, that's we're we're old fogies. Yeah. Now officially because I did not have to do night driving for my driver's ed. What do you say? Old old fogies. What? Old codgers. Eh? I I'm sorry, I'm no, in no, your no. lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the horn in my ear. Yes. No, no, I um I, I didn't have to do any night driving, which I now now that I think about it. What was up with that? Because it's a good idea. It really is. It's a great idea. A lot of a lot of courses will, you know, in your thirty hours of driving, mm-hmm. something like five or six hours of that has to be accomplished at night, and uh, it makes perfect sense because it's it's dramatically different to drive at night. I mean, it, it kind of um, I don't know. It, it allows you to see what it's like to be on the road. You know, when the the headlights are coming against you, you can't read the street signs. Maybe until you're a little closer than you would be. In the daylight hours, um, you know, pedest- watching for pedestrians is even harder. Um, yeah. It's just a, a dramatically different environment, and I think it's a good idea. And then you'll also generally learn things like the federal and – or excuse me, the federal driving laws, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you'll learn when you can do things like take a ride on red. Mm-hmm. You'll learn when you can do things like – okay, just again, pet peeve. I know, I know we got the demons out in our podcast on pet peeves, but Scott, mm-hmm. the people need to know when the traffic lights are out and one one street intersection is blinking red and the other one's blinking yellow, you don't stop at the yellow one. That's right. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm you, sorry you, I raised my feel, voice. You feel better? I do. I now feel Stop yelling better. at me. I will stop yelling at you <laughs> unless I see you stop now, at that light. You know, it's interesting though. I mean, one, one quick thing that we should mention is this, yes. this Joshua's Law. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, because yeah. Because Joshua's Law is the one where this is where the 30 hours came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, driver's training before you get – this is – you classify for what they call a Class D license mm-hmm. here in Georgia. And um, this was – Joshua's Law is in response to a, uh, a youngster. He was about 18. Mm-hmm. Youngster, yes, listen to me. He's a young guy. He was 18, I think, and uh, tragically involved in a, in a fatality. I think he hydroplaned, hit a tree or something like mm-hmm. that in 2003. Um, again, 18 years old, and the uh, you know the idea was that he didn't know what to do when his car hydroplaned or his truck hydroplaned. Because he hadn't received education. Yeah, for it. at that point, you know the, the the driver's education was far less strict or less. Um, uh, um, I don't know. You just had to do less in order to get that permit or your driver's license. 
mm-hmm. and um, didn't have the training that he needed to to understand what happens to a car when hydroplanes or when you're losing control. Um, and of course, un- unfortunately, it ended in his death. But um, As his parents yeah. have set up this foundation, mm-hmm. uh, which you know really strengthened some of the, uh, the the laws and restrictions for getting a a learner's permit in mm-hmm. the state of Georgia and I believe nationwide. I think Joshua's Law is nationwide. Uh, yes, and as of 2007. Okay, so that and that and that is where we get the 30 hours of driving and mm-hmm. you know X number of hours at night and you know all these requirements before you get your uh, your actual license. Um, so so once you go to driver's training. Mm-hmm. Which is what this course is. I mean, thirty hours plus plus you're talking about, and that's just driving experience. That's, that's behind the wheel. Just only. driving, yeah. You also have, um, you know, course study. You'll have lectures. You'll have um, probably, you know, the videos. Mm-hmm. You know, that you have to watch. You know, driving videos, and um, you know, just in parking lot type experiences. Sure. But then on the road experiences, thirty hours, and from that point, you can take your your signed certificate of completion of this course, and you can take it to uh, the DMV. Mm-hmm. And then you have to t- you have to apply for a permit, and that's where see so you're, you're, there's several steps to this now. Sure, it's a little bit harder than when we were younger. Yeah, um, you apply for a permit, and you have to take their written test and their mm-hmm. driving test, and then once you pass both of those, then you have your permit. And you have to have that for how long is it? As you, it's like a year. It's a year, a year and a day. It's or around. Something like yeah, that. it's there's around a weird, that. There's a weird thing like mm-hmm. that. I think it's a year and a day, and. Then you can apply for a driver's license, which you again have to take a written test. And I don't know if there's a – I would guess there's a driving test at that point. I think so. Yeah, I it, it would seem so. And, you know, but. during during your um, – during the time when you have the permit, there are some restrictions as well. So when you have this uh, – what they call a Class D license here in uh, Georgia, mm-hmm. um, the first the first rule is that you can't drive between 12 midnight and 6 a.m. with your permit. You have a curfew. Yeah, you have a curfew. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It could also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. 
And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Um, and during the first six months of this of this permit, you're only allowed one immediate family member um, that can ride in the vehicle with you. Uh, or, I'm sorry, only immediate family members can ride in the, in the right. vehicle with you. Um, during the second six months, only one unrelated passenger who also is under 21 years old uh, can be in the vehicle with you one time. So they're they're limiting the number of, uh, of friends you can pick up along the way. Sure. Um, and after the after the first and second six month period, so you're, you're getting close to the uh, the end here. Um, only three unrelated passengers under 21 years of age can ride in the vehicle with you. So you still can't drive a school bus for children. <laughs> no, exactly right. Exactly right. But don't so, you don't you think that's a pretty good way to go about it? This I, I graduated I, approach. I honestly do. I think that's that's really good because uh, you know what the whole thing about unrelated passengers, right? That's that's a distracted driving situation. Yeah, I could see that. You got a lot of friends in the car with you. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of distraction going on. Sure. There. So they want them to to gradually learn how to deal with that. And uh, I think this is a well laid out program, really. And then on top of that, in a lot of in several states, uh, you'll be required to take a separate course. Like in, in Georgia, uh, drivers are required to take the Alcohol and Drug Awareness Program. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that you just you have to take if you're under 18. I never had to do that. Well, you didn't. You weren't in Georgia. Well, I know, and I'm not. I'm not, uh, not Could, a youngster either. Yep. So, um, but I, but that's something brand new to me. I, I didn't know that they had to take that until I read this. Um, the yeah. ADAP card is what they're issued, right? Yes, and they give you a card, and you have to take it to uh, route, uh, to the DMV, which we call DDS here, Department of Driver Services, mm-hmm. I think. And um, that once you once you present that, it's uh, it, it doesn't really do anything but function as an, a mandatory education barrier. Yeah. You know what I mean? To yeah. make sure that you know what's going on before you get your license and I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think that these things are moving in the right direction to have to have people out on the road more, especially driving at night. I mean, mm-hmm. looking back, Scott, I can't believe that we weren't asked to do that. I can't either because that, that's a situation the first time it happens to you, mm-hmm. you're you're on edge. When yeah. You, oh, when yeah. You're, when you're a kid driving, I mean, you know, you may think, you know, it, it's it's just that much different that, you know, you, you, uh, you're a little bit apprehensive about it, no matter how tough uh-huh. you want to seem about, you know, driving that, you know, you can handle it. Right. There's still a little something unusual about it at first when you first set out on the road and it's, mm-hmm. it's dark. Man, I remember getting out with my permit and just being perplexed that I was driving the exact speed limit and I dared not go a mile over mm-hmm. and there were there was a line of cars behind me and people mm-hmm. in them were just so angry with me oh, yeah. and uh it's it's an eye-opening experience I'm glad it didn't happen at night uh I guess you know when someone told me I was talking to a younger friend of mine and he told me when he was taking his uh driver education course at his school which was in Tennessee, he said that it used to aggravate him because he didn't like 
sitting in the class and listening to this instructor because apparently the instructor was not the best public speaker. Okay. Which is, you know, fair. I know if you're sitting there for a marathon classroom session. Yep, which I was too. I think a lot of people are. And, you know, these are high school kids, so they're usually not used to the three-hour lecture classes that would mm-hmm. be more common in college. Sure. Get used to it, guys. <laughs> it, yeah. it just goes on. It's a taste of it. So he said that the way this, the way he was able to get through it is he said, let me think of it like I'm studying for the SAT. Mm-hmm. Let me think of it like there's this study program and I'm just required to study and not dying in a car accident is the test. And um, that's the reward for all of this. I think it, I, you know what? I think it was a very intense way to look at it, but mm-hmm. it kept him awake in class. Oh, yeah, that's a good way to do it. It is. And I, I, I have to ask, uh, do you think well, that these are going to change, these driving? Well, I don't think so. There's there's one way that they're already being kind of, uh, there's a modification to this already that I don't know if I agree with or not, but maybe. Lay it on me. Um, online driver's ed. Online driver's ed. Online driver's ed. Yes. Okay. Now, that's a, that's a, it's easy enough to look up. Mm-hmm. Uh, driversed.com and you can find it in your own state because they've got a selection for all the states. Um, what happens is you take the test and you know all that you know all the all the, uh, the book learning, all that jazz. Yeah, you take that uh, you take that online at your leisure, kind of you know just the way you could take the college courses online now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes down to the actual driving test, they of course send somebody over, a representative from the company. You schedule time, you know, to get to get into the uh, to the vehicle, mm-hmm. and you actually do take a physical driving test, which is good. But um, everything is done online, and really, there's nothing wrong with that, I guess. I mean, you're still getting the same information as long as you're the one who's honestly taking the test, and you know, there's no funny business going on. You mean no no Google answers? Yeah, exactly. But you know, the thing is, you got to prove it. You got to prove that you know what you're doing when you're in the car. So it all comes down to, you know, you're just how honest are you? Um, yeah, I mean, they they know if you know it or not, or if you've studied or not. Mm-hmm. They they know for sure, and I'm sure that they're quizzing you a little bit as you're driving too. Sure. Um, and then they send you the the certificate via mail, and that's good enough to take into your. You know, it's 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 notarized, it's authorized, it's uh, you know, um, it's it's a, it's a legal document to take into the DMV or the DDS like we have, and um, that's a valid certificate. Okay. So I don't know. That's a, that's one way to do it. I gotta say, I I see where you're going with this, bro. I I I think it's a good idea for certain segment of the population, like kids who don't have a car, or people who, yeah, anyone who doesn't have transportation mm-hmm. to a place where they could take driver's ed. Yeah. Um, it does make me a little bit nervous to picture all those people who I'm sure have taken an online driver's test and cheated. Yes. Uh, because I'm sure there are a few. I'm not. I'm not naming names. Yeah. Um, Just percentage wise, there's bound to be somebody that sure statistically didn't take the test. And uh, <clears throat> the question then, I guess, would be: Are the disadvantages outweighed by the advantages here? Or mm. I see. I don't know. I don't know. It's I, I a tough know. one. Yeah, it's a difficult. Yeah, I don't know. You can you can never get a, a true answer to that. I would I would hope though that these. Um, these online courses are, as you said, they're supplemented by real-world driving, mm-hmm. but I would hope that they don't go too much further into the online thing because how long will it be then until we have this immersive virtual reality driving test? Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, you got you to keep one thing in mind. And I thought the same way, you know, when I, when I first read about it, and then the more I thought about it, 
you know, once you go to the the DMV, mm-hmm. then you're faced with their written test and you're faced with their driving test. And from that point forward, you've got, you know, an instructor right there with you the whole time or you're in the, uh, the Secretary of State office or wherever yeah. you happen to be. Um, so, you know, you can skate through on the online stuff in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you still have to prove yourself in the car. Right. But then there's a point where you have to do it yourself. And uh, I don't think that, you know, you'd be doing yourself any kind of justice if you were to fake your way through the online course and then, and then you know, <laughs> yeah. fail miserably fail the test the first time you get the DMV and then fail again and then, you know, the third time get it or whatever it would be. No one to blame but yourself, yeah, buddy. exactly. Now, there's one other quick thing that I want yes. to mention before we wrap up here, but there's also some things that <laughs> these – I can't tell you, Ben. I, I just don't understand this. But there's drivers, there's drivers ed games that you can play online. Have you yes. seen these? Yeah. I, well, I, I did not. I didn't play them. You but didn't I try it. Somewhere. Impossible. They're they're difficult. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I don't know if it's. I'm gonna say there's something wrong with my keyboard. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're like the. They're yeah. like. I'm gonna be such a nerd now, Scott. Don't yeah. make fun of me. Yeah. Maybe they're like the Piper Maru thing. Do you? In Star Trek. There is, and, I, and I'm not a Trekkie by any means. In Star Trek, there's this thing that I, I, I believe it's called Piper Why Maru. are you wearing those Spock ears then? They, they just look good on me, dude. Yeah, okay. They go with it, my, I got the Vulcan eyebrow. I admit. Okay. Yeah, thank they, you, man. They do. Well, they do. thank you. That's a, that's a feather in my hat. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is the, the strange thing about the Piper Maru idea is that it's this simulation that is designed to be unwinnable. And so captains, or would-be captains at the, at the academy have to take this um, scenario and they have to try to beat an unbeatable system. Mm-hmm. Would a driver's ed game be like this? <laughs> no, Is that no. what it was like? No, it's not like that. It's I mean, just really hard. Here's the thing. Like, it's just like an up, down, space bar, you know, that type of thing for, for acceleration, left, right, you know, that type of thing. I just couldn't seem to get the coordination down. And to oh, me, okay. To me – Nothing like trying to get a car in a in a parallel. I mean, I can get a car in a parallel parking space easy. It's just the the trying to do it online with my <laughs> up down left right keys. Yeah, yeah, no way. I couldn't do it. I'd smash into oncoming traffic. You know, there's other situations where you can try to. Uh, you know, they want you to turn left at a, left at a four way intersection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with with pedestrians and other cars coming uh. through, and it's just it was kind of silly. I mean, it's it's fun to you know it's a little time waster thing. Yeah, and I'm suppose I suppose if you practice, you know, that you'd be able to get good at this thing. But well, it probably it's probably more to teach them. To be aware, like the concepts, you know, if you're going left, watch for that yeah. kid with her dog well, or something. Nothing like the Atari 2600 that I play at home, so I couldn't, uh, I couldn't imagine how you know somebody could do this well. Well, what could what could match that Atari you have at home? Not Ataris <laughs> in general, it's specifically nothing like, yours. Nothing like Pong. It's <laughs> and therefore I don't like. It. I'm going to print that out and put that <laughs> on your desk. Um, all right, so. First, I want to apologize to everybody who is a Star Trek fan if I screwed up the uh, description. I thought it was Piper Maru. If I am wrong, I am so sorry. Oh. Please don't please don't think I was uh, trying to be offensive. <laughs> uh, please pardon the ignorance there. Um, all right. So, Scott, I feel like we've, we've given a pretty good overview of this. Uh, you want to wrap up? No. No. Nope. We've got one more thing to cover. Okay, sure. Is it true that you call your Monte Carlo the uh, the Enterprise? Well played, Scott Benjamin. <laughs> well, with the ears, it works. Yes. It really it, um, no, 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 Scott. I have called it that in the past. I am going through a bit of a Star Trek phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
will try not to make it impact our professional relationship. Too late. I would refer to it. I would refer it if I would prefer it, I'm trying to say, <laughs> if you would uh, not refer to my car by its full name, the Enterprise, because you might make it feel like it's in trouble. Uh, I go with Easy E. Easy E. M. Sizzle. Uh, very nice. Couple, there's, okay. you, you know, you can play very around. Very nice. Very nice. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. On to listener mail. On to listener mail. Ben, we got a quick one here. Okay. Kind of short. And uh, this is a guy, his name is Alton from Manchester, Connecticut. Hi, Alton. Alton. Oh, calls himself Al. Hi, Al. No, let's go with Al. Um, says, hmm, this is you, unusual. It says, still love your show. I don't sure. know if that's good or bad. Well, thank you. Uh, maybe despite what he just heard or Sorry something. Sorry about know, whatever happened. He says, note on your on your project car, um, I have a, I bought a 67 Chrysler Newport. Nice. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay, he says, uh, great choice. I've owned three of them in the past, two 67s and one 68. Wow. I've been in love with the 67 Newport two-door ever since, and that's what I've got. Um, says he wish he could get his hands on one, although he doesn't have that kind of time, and uh, neither do I, Al, but uh, I'm trying it. Um, he says the, he wanted to make a note, though, that the original engine that came in the car, the 383, yeah. uh, which I have the 440, 
Um, he mentioned that he thinks that the 383 was a much better engine than the 440. Oh. <laughs> and by my definition, the custom wasn't the muscle car version. Oh, that's the uh, strict muscle car version. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's right. He's he is right. right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I referred to it as a muscle car or not, but it uh, feels like one to me when I drive it. it but um, Maybe not by the strictest not, definition. Not by the strict definition, no. So he wants me to post some pictures, so we'll see if I can get something up you know, soon about that. That'd be cool. Um, but, yeah, good good point. And, uh, you know, you like the 383 better than the 440? That's fine. I answer your opinion, I guess. <laughs> um, I've heard the same thing, though. I've heard a lot of people say that the uh, the original 383 engine and the Chrysler's were, it was just a fantastic engine. Really? So I can't argue with Al on this one. So it might not um, be so much a case of good versus bad, but great versus good. I, I don't know. I'm not really sure because, I mean, I've always heard there's no uh, replacement for displacement. Mm. And here's a bigger engine. It's, you know, got some performance parts to it. And, of course, yeah. the thing sounds like, you know, yeah, uh, unbelievably. Sounds uh, like a pack of attacking unbe- tigers. Unbelievably strong. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've I've heard good good things about the 383 engine. So if anybody else has any opinion about that or any uh, anything to offer about the 383 versus the 440, just, uh, just let me know. And if uh, people do want to check out pictures, when those pictures come up, where would they go? Uh probably. You know what? I, I don't know if I'll put them on the blog or if I'll you know you know post them on uh, Facebook. I, I'm not sure. It's going to be somewhere. So the way to find it is to check us out at all these different places. We make ourselves available online. That came out sounding weird. But the point is, Facebook, uh, we're there as Car Stuff. Twitter, we're Car Stuff HSW. We've also got a blog on our website, HowStuffWorks.com. And along with that, we've got the answer to nearly everything automotive. On the off chance, and you're not going to believe me, Scott, but I swear it has happened at least twice. People have not been able to find what they're looking for. And that's why we ask you guys to write directly to us at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions... Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 